Hello, this is Eric Marcos, and this is another Math Train podcast episode. Today's episode is actually a rebroadcast of a show that was played originally on the ICT Guys website. That is Daryl Branson from edtechcrew.net, and it features my students, Bob, Billy Billy, and Paul, interviewing the ICT guy. Oh, here we go. I hit this button called Start Recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can that be it? <laughs> this is the first for every, probably everybody here yeah. in this room. Mm-hmm. We're in, the, you know, to talk to somebody first of all far away, but like this, but also to be able to ask you some, you know, ed techie so questions, like, you know, who are you? What do you do? Just what's it like? Yeah. Some quick little things like that, you know? Anything they want, Eric. And um, I'll probably have some questions about their maths casting, if that's okay. Definitely feel free to ask them questions because, like, that's what it's all about. Like, in fact, I don't want to be a part of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, you've got to pull your weight. <laughs> <laughs> Paul wants to ask you a question. I keep talking over her. <laughs> Should we call you Daryl or Mr. Branson? Um, when I go and work at all the different schools, uh, the 33 schools that I actually work in, I let the kids choose. It doesn't worry me. So, okay. so okay. I'm quite so happy if you want to call me Daryl or if you want to call me Mr. Branson. Okay, Daryl. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they try to get away with calling me my real name, my first name. It's also... Do you have a dog? Because your icon is a really cute dog. <laughs> I do. Um, he's a, he's a little. He's not a little dog anymore, but he's a, a big fat Labrador now. And uh, I had him for about two years. And uh, I try to make sure he gets lots of exercise, but he, he just loves eating. So so it's a bit of an uphill, <laughs> bit of an uphill battle. That was a picture of him when he was a pup. Oh, he's really cute. Thanks. <laughs> So that was Paul. So when I introduce you to everybody like that's here right now, that's huddled around the little microphone here, and and then just let some chat go and all that. So of course you know who I am, right? <laughs> this is Eric <laughs> Marcos. So we're here with Paul, who you just spoke to. Hi, I'm Paul. All right. G'day, and then we also have. <laughs> and then we have Bob. Hello. Hello, Bob. Mm-hmm. And then we have Billy. Billy. Hi. G'day, Billy. Billy. <laughs> so, all right. Now, yeah. Now, so you know, so they keep asking me if they can ask questions. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to probably like step away just so they they won't have to feel like they have to ask me. I'm like Mr. Teacher or something right now or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it makes sense. You are like teacher. Well, if you can just address you, like, say who you are before you speak, so they'll know which one of you you are. And just and Daryl. Yeah. Just just so you remember, Paul and Bob, you've seen videos of theirs with some of the uh, rounding decimals or something one. And then Billy Billy and Bob are the ones that went to the Alan November conference that we just did in Boston. Oh, good, because I wanted to ask some questions about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Excellent. And uh, hopefully we'll get Paul to come to some future conferences too. So. Hopefully. So. <laughs> okay, I'm going to well, be quiet now. So. Okay, um, this is Bob here. When we saw your website that says something about ICT guy, what does ICT stand for? Yeah, in Australia, um, we, we call it uh, information and communication technology. So rather than just the infotech stuff, it's also about the communication, like using tools like Skype and email and Twitter and all the different sort of tools that you can use to communicate with people all over the world. So that's why it's called ICT. Oh, cool. This is Paul. Just you mentioned Twitter. What exactly is that? Uh, yeah, Twitter's basically a micro blogging tool. So it's just a, it's like an SMS text message on your phone. It only allows you 140 characters, so you have to be really succinct. 
and you have to try and get your message across in as little words as possible almost. And basically, it's a social network, so you can follow other people and you can see what they've been twittering. For example, some of the people I follow are The Math Train, which is yeah. Mr. Marcos, and from time to time he twitters about what he's doing, and I, and I actually, it's a, it's a sort of a little bit of a way of staying in contact because I know the sort of things that he's doing, and I was following him. Um, when you guys were at the conference, I saw a Twitter come from Mr. Marcos saying that my students rock, and I think that was when... Uh, Billy, Billy and Bob were um, at the conference and uh, they were presenting at uh, the Allen November conference. So it's just a way of keeping in contact with people and what they're up to and you can also ask your network questions. That's cool. Billy, Billy, you have anything to say? Um, I just had a question. So do you work in a school? Are you a teacher or...? Yeah, I'm, te I'm teacher trained. I'm uh, primary school trained, which is basically uh, that would be elementary for you guys. Uh, but now I work doing ICT with teachers and students uh, right across secondary and primary schools and we've got about 33 schools in my district so I could be at any school on any day with different sorts of year levels but generally it's kids, teachers and computers. Oh, that's cool. There's a lot of variety so it's always good fun and the uh, ICT area is great because there's always something new to learn. So if you like learning, ICT is a, a great uh, sort of thing to take up. Um, I have two questions. What time is it in yeah. Australia? That's, that's a great question. It's uh, 11 minutes past three on a Tuesday afternoon. What time is it there? It's 10.11 p.m. on oh, Monday night. night. And Monday you guys night. haven't gone to bed yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. the, the mother and father are here too, so it's okay. we got special permission today. <laughs> cool. Also... Uh, on the website, it said something about it made simple. Is that does that have to do with anything you're in? Oh, that's actually that Tony. Tony, oh. yeah, Tony, Tony Richards is the guy that I do the uh, EdTech Crew podcast with, and he's got a business a business called IT Made Simple. So he's trying to make information technology simple for uh, all of the schools and all the people out there. So that's his business. Oh, uh, we we thought it was it made simple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which seems a bit strange. But if you if you actually say IT made simple, it, it sort of um, makes sense with Tony. Yep. Is Mr. That... Marcos told us that, but we didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> that was the information technology made simple. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> now, can I ask? Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. I just want to ask about, I've seen some of your maths casts which are fantastic and I actually had my son who's 11 years old, he actually um, did one, a very short one. Yeah, we just watched that. Oh, did you? Okay, you've done your background work <laughs> very well. And uh, yeah, he was really interested in the sort of the call outs and all the different sort of things that you do with um, Camtasia. But my, but my question to you is, is, you know, what's the best thing about doing a mass cast and 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 what and who are you doing it for mainly well oh this is paul and well, um i think the best thing about doing a math cast is that it's unscripted and it's just kind of like on the spot you have to think of it everything that you're doing when you're doing it bob you have anything to say oh yeah like paul said we don't we don't write anything we basically do the problem we know what the answer is and then we just talk about it like we were teaching someone in person and like you said about the call-outs, Mr. Marcos is usually the one to do, like, the editing and the call-outs. 
but until right before the presentation, he showed us how to do those. So we would take the computer and practice on our own and see if we could do it on our own. And it was not as hard as we thought it would be. So That's excellent. Do you have some sort of script or some sort of plan before you solve the problem or you, or you just go for it? Well, well, basically, like, this is Billy Billy. You basically have, like, a certain topic in your head, like, what kind of, like, either it's fractions or decimals, and you basically think of a problem on the spot, and then you basically write down the problem and you basically like explain the problem as you go. There's no script. It's just what you would usually say if you were like explaining it to a fellow classmate. Excellent. And do you kids get um, lots of feedback from people? Like obviously people all over the world can um, watch your screencasts on mathtrain.tv. Do you get feedback from many people around the world? Well, we mostly get the feedback on YouTube and TeacherTube. Because they're more, more um, known websites in the mathtrain.tv. Ah, oh, so there's a number of places you publish. Um, yeah. Okay, great. Now, um, what was it like when you were at the conference? Were you nervous? Were there, were there many teachers there? There were, yeah, they were teachers and superintendents and principals and stuff. And my, I myself wasn't too nervous. Uh, how about you, Billy Billy? I wasn't that nervous. Um, but it was great because I felt that all of the people in the audience were really interested in what we we're doing because the reason they came is because they wanted to learn about all the technology you can use in the classroom since most of them were teachers or superintendents. Excellent. I think I think I would have been a bit nervous. Um, there was a fairly big crowd from, from, uh, from what I heard. And so did you just demonstrate how to create one? Yeah, we um, after Mr. Marcos did his intro and showed them like what it takes to make a, a math cast and how easy it can be. And you can even do it if you don't have a tablet PC. But then we just, we took the Camtasia, the program we used, and we actually made a pair one that we did together. And in the first presentation, I actually deleted it during the presentation. So at that point, I was a little nervous, but I just started over and we did it again. <laughs> and then after this is Billy Billy and then after myself and Bob made the video we also showed them how to edit the video and add a couple call outs to show them how easy it was excellent and do your whole your whole class uh, get to make these math casts well well um, this is Paul uh, if whoever wants to make a math cast is allowed to basically mr. Marcos made it open to everyone and if they felt that they like they wanted to or if it would help them learn how to do a problem they could just come after school or during lunch and create one and paul bob and billy billy what would what would you do you think would be the best part about being in mr marcos's class that's hard to choose <laughs> <laughs> well definitely not no other teacher had ever like done the students making math casts they had hardly even done the teachers making math casts so if we weren't in this class like we wouldn't have known how to do all the stuff with the math cast so and now other teachers are starting to do that too to add on to bob this is paul uh, i agree with her completely because if i weren't if i wasn't in mr marcos's class i wouldn't have known about this like i wouldn't have been able to experience making math casts which definitely like impacted my learning experience because like 
when you learn something from a kid, it's different because you're at the same level of intelligence as them. So it makes more sense when you learn it from them. Right. Um, we interviewed Mr. Marcus on the EdTech Crew podcast, and he was saying that uh, he he was a, a big believer in uh, kids teaching kids. So, so, so you obviously find that uh, a really good approach where you actually work together and teach each other? Um, yeah, it definitely helped me a lot. If I didn't understand something, I wouldn't have to like stare at my textbook for half an hour. I could just go online and check if there was a math cast about it, and there usually was. Great. And I suppo suppose one of the other things is that you, you could actually have a look at that math cast more than once if you didn't get it the first time. Yeah, you could look at it as many times as you want. And looking at it more does really help you understand it. Yeah. And actually, when I had a look at a couple, I, I actually used the pause button as well. <laughs> so I could um, slow it down to my pace. <laughs> this is Billy Billy. Also, on his website, it was really helpful because it had mainly math videos. But not only that, another science teacher that works like with Mr. Marcos also somehow added one of it, it was either one of his like homework assignments or a video and students could also like look at science on the website not just math oh excellent so so was, was that in the Moodle was that the Moodle website yeah it was all of Mr. Marcos's websites are Moodle powered <laughs> yeah Moodle powered or most of them, most of them. except for dot tv yeah um we actually use uh Moodle a little bit in our district too, and we actually have um, children at the moment collaborating on a project about literature circles where they talk about their books and they've been using the discussion forums uh -huh. and uh, swapping information. Yeah, so Moodle's good fun. That's very cool. Do you guys access the Moodle outside of school hours? Do you have internet access at home? Yeah, yes. We, um, don't, we don't use Moodle at home. Well, I, I know um, myself, Bob, and my sister don't, but we know it has... It's how his website is powered. Okay. And, and what do you think the um, technology adds to the maths lessons? Would the maths lessons be as much fun or would they be as interesting? Or would you learn as much with, with or without the technology? Well, this is Paul. And just from experience, when it's on a pro overhead projector or the whiteboard, it's not fun to watch because it's just so ordinary and it's not exciting. But like on the tablet PC and the smart board that Mr. Marcos has, you get to go and like use a computer and uh, get to experience everything in a different way. So I think it made it a lot more exciting and fun. And Bob here, I agree with her. Uh, math was much more fun using the tablet PC and the smart board and the uh, math cast than just reading out of a textbook and from the chalkboard. This is Billy Billy. I actually didn't have Mr. Marcos in my sixth grade year math class, but my sister, Bob, in her sixth grade year, she would go after and while she was making the videos, I also started to make the videos too. And in eighth grade, I was his teacher's assistant. And during class, I saw how the students really enjoyed math more because it was basically like a, almost like a game, but it was all math. They would go up and do like a math problem on the board and they'd have a lot of fun with it. Excellent. That's great. So I hear that you've got an interactive whiteboard as well. Is that? Yeah, it's called the smart board. Oh, this is Paul. And it connects to your computer. So it's kind of like a really big tablet PC, but as a whiteboard. And does that help with your learning? Does that make things more uh, visual, I suppose? 
well, well, I never got to experience that because Mr. Marcos got it after I was in his class, but I would expect it to be because yeah. it makes everything bigger. Although he did have a projector with the tablet PC, so you could still look at the wall in a bigger image. Mm. Now, one, um, one thing I'm really interested, I'm just wondering, if you guys, are you guys, uh, have you always been into maths or have you sort of just sort of become into maths since you've been into Mr. Marcos's class? Well, for me, I don't know, math is just, it's always been one of my, this is Billy Billy, um, math and science have been my favorite subjects because they're just, it seems like they're challenging and you can like accomplish those challenges. What about you guys? Well, um, for me, math was definitely one of my most, uh, between math and science, I really did enjoy math. So I'm glad that Mr. Marcos was a math teacher. <laughs> well, this is Paul. And I've always liked math. I thought it was one of my stronger points. Um, math and English have been my favorite subjects. So, so that's great. So all you guys were sort of into maths a little bit. Do, uh, yeah. what, what about the other kids that perhaps maths isn't their favourite subject? Do, do they actually get a bit more interested when, they, when you use the technology or when you, use, when you create a screencast? And this is Billy Billy. Well, the kids, it, if, they don't, if math isn't their favourite subject and they try making a video, they see how fun math can be. It's not just like learning from a textbook. And so they actually, after you make a video, you actually... Your like love for math like keeps growing and growing, so you always just want to go back and make more videos. That sounds great. It sounds like it's uh, switching a few kids onto maths. We have a question for you. We saw that your son made a video, and we were wondering if you had a tablet PC or if you did it on another computer. Do many teachers in Australia, or not just teachers, but do they have tablet PCs in the classrooms or um, at home anywhere? Yeah. Uh, as far as um, I could probably only speak for the public schools because I work in the in the public system. There's uh, very few tablet PCs in the public system. Um, there are a lot of uh, interactive whiteboards being installed around schools at the moment. We do have uh, some private schools that have one-to-one programs where they've got like one-to-one laptops, and we're we're not quite there yet for the for the one-to-one devices. Uh, but yeah, I would say that there's generally uh, reasonable access to computers through computer labs and pods or small places or open learning spaces uh, where kids can get access to technology uh, throughout the day. But there's probably, you know, some of our schools have uh, mobile laptop labs but, or carts, uh, what was that, uh, computers on wheels or whatever, whatever they call them. Uh, but there's not a whole lot of schools that have uh, tablet PCs. So... We'd be, we'd be interested in uh, using them, actually. The, the way that uh, my son did that maths cast was I've got a smart board uh, tablet which sits beside the computer so, uh, so I can project it on a screen and it's a tablet that I can carry around uh, with me. And, and what he did was he just uh, used the smart board software and did the, um, he did the, the writing and the drawing uh, to solve the problem on the, on the tablet. So... Uh, sorry, um, yeah, well, it, it's a, it is a tablet, I suppose, but it's not a tablet PC. So it's like a drawing tablet. Oh, like the Wacom tablet. Exactly. That's them. Uh, well, this one wasn't a Wacom one. This was actually a smart uh, airliner tablet, but it's the same principle. It's, a, it's probably uh, in inches. It's probably 8 inches by 8 inches by 10 inches, and it's basically a big mouse. <laughs> 
Um, we'll definitely come out there to help you guys create math casts. That would be great. I'm, I'm trying to see if uh, other schools are, are interested in doing it. Like I said, my, my son, he was actually interested and he's been back to your side and he's also uh, been to YouTube a few times to look up uh, different problems and I think the last time he was trying to solve the, uh, the volume of a sphere and looking for videos. He like, he, kids these days really like to learn visually and they like, they like to be able to be, to be shown and that sort of visual sort of thing really uh, gets them in, I think, makes it engaging. That's true. And the interactive whiteboard, you can write on those, right? Yes, yeah, they're basically like a big trackpad or a big mouse and basically uh, whether you use the, uh, we've got some team boards and some easy easy teach and some uh, smart boards. Basically you pick up a pen and you, whatever's on the screen you can draw over the top of it. And do any students ever make videos on the like the smart board? Probably not on the smart I mean, board, uh, smart boards, but uh, lots of our schools use things like uh, iMovie and things like Windows Movie Maker and things like Photo Story to create digital storytelling. Uh-huh. Yeah, at home I use iMovie to create videos as well, math-related or not. Yeah, it's a, it's a really simple simple way to get some uh, images, text and, and sound yeah. in, into, a, into the one spot, isn't it? Yeah. It makes it easy. And so, so in your maths class, um, do you have access to other computers as well? I'm sorry? Do you have access to other computers in your maths class or, or just the interactive whiteboard and the one tablet? Well, this is Billy Billy. In the past year, he at the end of the year, he got two computers inside of his classroom other than his tablet PC. And he also got another tablet PC mainly for his students. And the students didn't really use the computers during, during class that much because they had the tablet PC. But after school, the students could just come and use his computers. That's great. I hear Mr. Marcos is uh, often open after school for, for kids that want to come in and do some, more, some extra stuff. Yeah, definitely. He stays after a very long time. Hours. Very long hours. Wow. And hey, hey, did you guys know that Mr. Marcos has got a record on, I, uh, on iTunes? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like you, you asked, we do have other computers besides have PCs. They're Macs, and we have them in our tech classes, and we definitely use those. Like, there's not much, like tablets going around. Our school is mostly oh. Mac. Mostly so. Mac. Yeah. 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 Bob. This is Paul and. Uh, a lot of the seventh grade teachers in our school, actually all seventh grade teachers in our school, have recently gotten tablet PCs because of Mr. Marcos's influence, and they've been adding on to his idea. Ah, excellent. So, so do some of the other teachers in the other disciplines or the other subjects? Do they, do they make uh, maths casts with their tablet PCs for science or for other for other learning areas? Is that the case? Um, yeah. Other math teachers have, like, almost everyone in the math department at our school is trying to make videos, so... But we haven't had other subjects yet, but I think we're going to be headed towards that. Oh, it sounds great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and in September this year, all math teachers at the school are going to have a tablet PC so they can do what Mr. Marcos did. And they're going to have Camtasia to record and make videos like we did. 
Excellent. Are you guys on school holidays at the moment? Um, yeah. yeah, we're on summer um, vacation. Oh, lucky you. It's been freezing <laughs> over here. We've had uh, three weeks of really cool weather. Um, are you guys in winter? Yeah, we're in winter at the moment. Yeah, it's opposite, exactly. It doesn't get cold enough to snow here, though. No, uh, here either. We also had a question. Can you just also explain what you guys do on your edtechcrew.net podcasts? Yeah, for sure. Uh, basically, uh, Tony Richards and myself get together each Tuesday night. We'll be recording tonight around about 9 o'clock at night. And uh, during the week, we generally collect websites to do with educational technology and to do uh, with how ICT can be used in classrooms and how teachers might use it to engage their students. And then basically, we sit down and we have a Google Doc and we have all of our website links in there. And we basically uh, work through them and we talk about them and discuss them, talk about how they might be used, why they might be useful. And uh, from time to time, we have some uh, excellent guests on the show, like Mr. Marcos, who tell us about something exciting they're doing, uh, generally focused around educational technology. Oh, okay. What other guests have you had? Um, any on- kids? Ah, oh, we haven't had kids, but we should have, shouldn't we? It makes sense. <laughs> yes, we had... Uh, uh, the most recently, we had uh, Will Richardson on from uh, weblogged.com. Uh, we've had some great local educators like uh, Ann Baird, who's very good with wikis, and Joe McClay, who's very good with uh, blogging. And uh, we also had Chris Betcher on, who's very good with interactive whiteboards. So, as you can see, we, we, we try and cover a lot of the, uh, the different topics uh, that are that might be useful for, for teachers uh, as far as educational technology goes. Um, you mentioned wikis. We did a lot of book reports on wikis this year. To, so we use, so I guess the technology is spreading to other subjects. Yes, because, which is good. Now, now, which wiki did you use? Um, we did... Was it with spaces or wet paint? No, it was PB Wiki. Oh, PB Wiki, yep, the peanut butter wiki. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what we did. The only problem was that some people, like, if they, like, our problems were people, it was kind of too free. You could, like, you could go around, you know. Um, I, you could edit other people. Yeah, people. that was the only problem. Yeah. So I there thought... was one problem in that. Uh, okay, did you have someone sabotaging your wiki? Actually, yeah, somebody did. There was one person, and that happened once, where somebody did put um, sabotage a couple people's wikis, mine included, mm. and and so they they all they got it all back. Their only con- their concern was to find out who it was, yeah. and and that wasn't a major problem until the end. So the wikis were were good until then, and we wanted to know. Did you guys use wikis in class, and did you use them for other subjects? Uh, yes, I've got one of the schools that I work at that have a, uh, a wiki for all of their grade 5-6 unit. There's about six grade 5-6 classes, and at the moment, uh, it's mainly the teachers that are contributing to it, but we also have one class, uh, Room 7, at that particular school that has their own particular wiki and uh, basically they use it to discuss books. I'm not sure if they do actual book reports, but they actually use it 
in that way, and um, they find one of the best uses of the wiki is so they can actually all collaborate on the on the one page and um, all contribute to to a single a single page or a number of pages, whatever the topic or theme may be. Oh yeah, at our school, we each person had their book, and each week there was a different assignment to like put vocab words, make sentences, do a paragraph, or find out information on your author. And anyone could read about different books. And so, so. and so that all goes on the wiki. Yeah. Yeah. So you you're, you're almost creating your own textbook as you go along. Oh yeah. With all Basically. The, with all of the content in there. Mm-hmm. I guess. Excellent. We've actually got a, we've actually got a school that's been playing with uh, Google Docs, and they have a class newsletter, and lots of the kids in the lots of the kids in the class can uh, contribute to the Google Doc. And at the end of the week, the teacher uh, grabs the completed document and puts it out as a newsletter. So that way, everyone can add to it during the week. Are you guys familiar oh, okay. with Google Docs? Actually, I know my uh, math teacher, Mr. Marcos, is, but myself, I have no clue what Google Docs is. Uh, it's just an online word processor. If you can use a wiki, you'd be right at home with Google Docs. <laughs> if I, uh, this is Mr. Marcos. I just kind of just want to jump in for a second, if I can, Matt. Sure. <laughs> um, I just, the, the thing about the wiki uh, situation in the English class that was mentioned, one of the good things that we do actually now is – whether it's in math training or even in all of our wikis in school now, is see what they were doing is they didn't have they had I think one login I think you had set up yeah we so have a you were anonymous where anybody could log in from anywhere at any time and be the same one user uh, I have yeah. set, had to have so a that's a mistake we have it set up so that every user has their own login identity so that that you couldn't have a situation like that if somebody makes a change or sabotages something that's so clear whether it's on Google Docs or on a wiki. It'd be so clear and easy to see who it was, so we don't have that problem anymore. But that was that was definitely a good lesson for for our school to to see happen. And what was it, English? In English, English. yeah. So, yeah. So when anyway, everyone, I mean, when everyone logs but, on, logs on as the same user, um, yeah, it's open. Right. So I advise against that, but we've we've you know we've we've definitely moved away from. Well, that, yeah. The so. thing was, you had to have an email to log in. But you could find the email. It it wasn't hard to find if you just were contacting that person. Their email would come up. So it wasn't very smart that you could just log in at at your own. Yeah. I have a question that's not really related to wikis. Oh, this is Paul. How many schools have you worked with? In my area, there's about thirty three schools. Lots of small ones, but there's also some big ones as well. And as far as the geographical area, we're in uh, the northwest corner of Victoria uh, in Australia. If you wanted to look up uh, Mildura is, is where my base is, um, Mildura, Victoria, Australia. You could have a look on um, Google Earth. And I go as far as Murrayville, which is about 210 kilometres away. So that's a two-hour trip just to get there. But, but most of my schools are around Mildura and Red Cliffs and Irimple and places that are nice and short couple of one-hour trips to Oyun and Robinvale and places like that, but generally they're uh, fairly close. <laughs> this is Billy Billy. This is kind of off-topic, but you mentioned Victoria, Australia, recently at Lifeguard Chaplin, which is a huge lifeguard competition. Lifeguards from Victoria visited, and they competed at a lifeguard competition. 
Ah, excellent. Well, I'm, I'm actually um, nowhere near the coast, but Victoria's got some uh, really good uh, beaches. I think uh, Bells Beach and around Apollo Bay and uh, around Lawn. I think they have lots of surf competitions and that sort of stuff around there. Mm-hmm. This is Billy Billy again. Back to the school. So do you teach a certain subject or are you just an all-around teacher? Yeah, I'm basically a dog's body. Yep, I'm an all-around teacher and uh, have a go at most things uh, and generally try to, um, you'd probably, in in America, I'd probably be called an instructional technologist, I suppose, where you actually work with teachers and see how uh, you'd use IT and ICT and uh, computers and infotech to engage students and uh, infuse uh, and integrate that into the curriculum. Oh, okay. Thank you. It's great fun. And it's our, <laughs> yeah, we have a teacher like that at our school, and he teaches tech to students so they can just better learn about computers yeah. and uh, work with them better. Yeah. Occasionally I do some some straight sort of IT teaching, but generally it's, it's more around uh, the collaborative tools, I suppose, and the generic tools that all teachers could use, like all teachers could blog and all teachers could use a wiki and uh, lots of them could use video and uh, they all need to be using email and they, you know, if they, if they can publish to a, to a school website or an intranet, so just those sort of generic skills that we sort of want all of our teachers to have and that's, that's generally where most of my work is. So do you have any questions for us? Um... I think you answered. I think you answered uh, most of them. I'm, I've been really impressed that uh, you guys have been using the technology in an innovative way. Lots of the times we'll get computers and we'll just do whatever we used to do on a blackboard or whatever we used to do in a piece of paper or a textbook, and we'll just digitise it and we'll think that we're actually working smarter and that we're actually uh, being really clever. But I like it when you actually take the computer or the take the technology and it actually transforms the learning and it actually creates something special. And I think you guys have done that with your maths cast. You've really brought maths really alive to, to lots of kids. And I'm sure all the other students in your class, you know, w- would agree that, that it is engaging, that it is fun and it is switching kids on to maths because I think you really need to do things a little bit differently to the way we've done it in the past. So, so they're the sort of things that I'm hearing from you. And I'll probably be passing those messages on to the other teachers and the other students that, that I work with uh, from day to day. Yeah, and maybe at some point, this is Bob, by the way, maybe at some point we can chat and collaborate with Mr. Marcos's students and your students. Yeah, that would be fantastic. It's really hard to do the um, synchronous stuff like the um, Skype and the video conferencing due to the time difference, but there's no reason why we couldn't. Uh, use one of Mr. Marcos's or one of my Moodles or, or another tool, a wiki or whatever it might be, so we could actually collaborate and actually share some information, perhaps try a special project or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hi, hi Daryl. This, um, this is the dad. I'm uh, Billy, and, Billy Billy and Bob's dad. I just kind of hang out in the background in general, but uh, it's such a great opportunity to uh, to meet you and speak with you and the world gets smaller when this this type of thing happens it's the real it becomes a real learning community and ironically that's that was the title of that um, the seminar that we went to and I, I had the uh, privilege of coming along with the girls and watching Mr. Marcos and Alan November and uh, hundreds of other innovators and teachers and many of them give talks but 
mostly just the, just to watch all of them with their laptops and blogging and I realized how how important the uh, technology is in learning and it was kind of like a breakthrough for me to see all that but I just applaud uh, all, all you guys for for pushing forward this uh, these tools and innovations. And, and look, it, it, it is great fun, and, and we, we do it because we're sort of lifelong learners and we enjoy learning. But but like you said, it, it, it is a small world, or as Thomas Friedman said, it's a it's a flat world as well. And I, I sort of look at it from like I've got young kids and things like that, and when they go into classrooms, and I want them to be learning twenty first century skills. And you know, computers and information technology and that sort of thing. That you know, they're tools of empowerment. And so we want to engage our kids and switch them on to learning. And if if, if we have to, if if we do that through these tools, well, you know, uh, all the better. If they like using computers, that's great. As long as they're learning, um, that's that's certainly the main thing. Yeah, it's nice to get the parents behind it too, because you know, they the, the students are are farther ahead than the than the parents are, obviously, in many cases. So. That's that can be a challenge too. Yeah, it's it's like all of our well, we find all of our education over here that if we can get the parents to be supportive of the school and and really positive about the school and about the, the students learning, we, we we just make so much more progress with those kids when the, when the parents are behind you. Yeah, oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much for your time. It's it's uh, it's been good fun and, and really nice to uh, to talk to you guys that are actually doing the the screencasting. And, and doing your maths cast because, yeah, I think you're a great example for other, for other classrooms about how much fun learning can be because that's what it's about. It's got to be fun as well. Yeah, thanks so much. This is really great that we can talk to you all the way in Australia. We really appreciated this conversation. Um, it's a historic moment for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Bob, Paul and Billy Billy, and thanks, Eric. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, thank you. This is Mr. Marcos. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Marcos. We'll have to catch up with the IT Made Simple guy at some point. Yeah, Tony. We'll track down Tony. Yeah, we can we can uh, dub him in or something to the uh, conversation or something. But thank you so much for taking your time. I really appreciate it. I know that you're you're still at work. We're we're tired. Well, it's, yeah, you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these, these kids, uh, they seem like they're ready to go do some math, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting to do this all day. <laughs> Math and this clarification tonight. I love it. It's great. Very fun. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And thanks to EdTech Crew. Thanks, everyone. Uh, right. Tell your son we'd like to see his follow-up video if he has any others on there. It was fun to watch. All right, great. Thanks. I'll pass that on. <laughs> All right. Okay, by the way, we love your accent. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you. we have an accent to you? you know, normally, the next question is, is, is uh, do you know Crocodile Dundee? Who? <laughs> 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 so, cheers. 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 See you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you.